Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I have missed you guys. I say this all the time, but I really feel like I haven't recorded an episode in so long because so much happened this week. I want to tell you everything, but I wouldn't even know where to start. My voice is gone. I feel like I have not slept at all. And normally, when I have like a crazy week like this or I'm doing a lot of stuff, I get super overwhelmed and I get super stressed out about work. And don't get me wrong, I definitely do feel like that. But instead of focusing on that, I've been really trying to focus on how grateful I am that I just got to experience like a full on spring break. Like, I mean, I mean, we we definitely spring breaked it up. Like we were going out all the time and it's super fun because for the first time all my friends are like 21 and we can go out and just have a good time and it's not something that we do often so we really made the most of it because we all had a week together and we got a fun Airbnb and we went out on the boat and the ocean and the beach and it was a good time like such a good time but that being said for the past week I mean even the weeks before that I've been super just kind of stressed and and all over the place and And there's so many moving parts in my life and I never know where to put my energy or what to focus on or what to prioritize because there's so many different things that I could prioritize and they would take me all on different paths throughout the rest of my life. So I know it's kind of deep. That's a little bit, it's kind of a lot, but I'm just choosing to be grateful that I just made all those memories and I can look back on this week with just so much freaking gratitude and so many good memories, you guys, so many. Uh, So I think that that's the biggest thing that I'm going to want you to take away from this episode is that it's going to feel overwhelming and you're going to feel like you need to have it all together and that you need to have everything in line. You got to have all your ducks in a row that everything has to be scheduled and, and organized. But sometimes you make the best memories when you just let that go. And sometimes you won't choose to just let that go. I mean, I told myself that this whole week, even though my friends were all going to be in town, we were going to be in this Airbnb that I was going to stay on track. I was going to make sure I focus on work and and podcasting content and all that kind of stuff and make sure I kept up with my emails and responding to people. And well, I did not. I did not do that. And I should have known myself better than that. I can't I can't do it all. Especially when I took like seven different friend groups of mine and I meshed them all together. I don't know if you guys have ever done that or what kind of people you are because there's two kinds of people in the world. There's the people who keep their friend group separate like, oh, I hang out with this group when I'm doing this or da 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 They have to keep things separate. And there's the people who also have a bunch of different friend groups that they, they do different things with, but then they choose to just put them all together because... I love when my friends meet my friends and that's what I did this week. I had all over the place, all in one and it was, it was very overwhelming in the best way. So there was no way for me to stay on track with all of my work. It's okay. It's okay. We're back. We're here now. We're in action. I have today to just get, get focused, get myself a little bit back on track and tomorrow I'm actually going up to my best friend's college to take her graduation pictures because I'm missing her graduation. It's a topic for another day, but it's really sad that I have to miss that. But it's really exciting that I get to go there tomorrow and take her graduation pictures. So yeah, just make the best in everything. Enjoy everything and know that everything is fine. It's not that deep. Meredith and I were talking before I left Hawaii, actually, and we just started saying this thing to each other. Like, it's not deep if you don't make it deep. Like, it literally doesn't have to be that deep. You choose what has to be a big deal and what doesn't have to be a big deal. And I noticed that while I was with my friends over spring break, there was one day where I just got 
super, super in my head. And I, I went into this people pleasing state where I was like, oh my God, I'm mixing all these friend groups. I have to make sure everybody's having a good time and everybody likes each other and, and everyone has the best week ever. And it was really weighing on me because I just got super stressed out about making sure everyone else was having a good time. And then I had to sit back and be like, dude, you need to make sure you're having a good time. Everyone here is adults. We all know how to make friends. Like everyone's having so much fun. Just take a deep breath. Okay. And yeah, just sit back. Just be grateful. Let's get into this episode. I want to talk about advice again because last week I did an episode on advice and I I didn't get through that many questions. There were so many awesome topics that were put into the little Instagram question box and I only got to go over a few of them. So I still have a list of a bunch of them and and we're just going to get into it. Because what I'm realizing is that sometimes we all need a little bit of advice. Like whenever I've been talking to my friends since all this whole week has happened, they'll give me some wisdom and I'm like, oh, wait, you're so right. Like, why was I freaking out about that? Or, oh, I'm going to use that and I'm going to apply it to my life. You know, so this first one that I want to talk about is kind of heavy and it's kind of relatable to me because, I mean, just a few minutes ago, I kind of said something like it, but... The question in the box was, how do you between, how do you between, all right guys, clearly I'm still a little bit delusional, how do you choose between two dreams? How to know which one is right? And I think this one felt so heavy for me when I read it because I saw this TikTok the other day and it was just a bunch of words on a little emotional sound and really cute videos, but it said something about how you can choose to be so many different versions of a person. You could be the girl living in the city, you could be the girl living on the island, you could be the girl who's finishing college or becoming a doctor, and how you're never going to be this young again. So the version that you choose is the version that you're always going to look back on. And I watched that and I was like, all right, yeah, let's just give me an anxiety attack. Like, let's just make sure I really sit here and question every single life decision that I make. Like, I did not need to see that. But at the same time, it was wholesome and it was cool. And it was like, whoa, you really can control your dream, your vert, like who you want to be. So it was, it was weird to see that, especially with where I've been at with trying to decide what I want to do right now. Like I, I want to be work-driven. I want to focus on this podcast. I want to grow this podcast because it means so much to me. And there's also so many other things that I want to do. I want to live in a van and I want to travel the country. But I also want to move into this duplex that I'm going to be living in at home and, and just sit with my my time here in Florida with my friends from home, with my family. And there's the other part of me that wants to stay out in Hawaii and and bond with people there because I have so many awesome relationships and friendships there. And I love, I love the beauty of that island and I love learning about the culture and I love being there. And I'm so blessed for each one of these options that I have and each opportunity that I have here, but I get really stressed out about choosing which one. And I'm like, okay, I have to do it all at once, but you can't do it all at once. And I think that the advice I've been trying to give myself on this topic is just go with the flow. Make a pros and cons list for each option if you have to and choose the one that feels the most right. I promise you, I've been in a state where I'm like, no, but they both sound right. Like, I want to do this because of blah, blah, blah. Your gut knows which option is the right option and your heart will tell you the way that you want to go. 
And if it, it doesn't, something is going to be handed to you from God or from the universe that is going to say, okay, here's the path you're choosing. Here's the way you're going. And I think that we all just need to let go of this like identity crisis. We don't all have to be someone that we're not. We don't have to try to be something that we're not. We just have to, again, follow our hearts and be ourselves. And as far as choosing between the dreams, you have a little bit of control over it. You do. You can make the decision to go one way or the other, but you're going to be put on the right path. And the dream that is meant for you is the one that's going to be given to you. And it might be a really curvy road. It might be kind of like a roller coaster, but that's the beauty of it. And just, just be patient. Just be trusting. Just follow your heart and go the direction that feels right. And now I know that was kind of all over the place. There was probably a couple contradicting statements in all of that, but you can choose, but no matter what you choose, you're going to end up where you're supposed to be. Anyways, we're going to move on to the next one. The next one talks about struggling with anxiety and depression and being afraid to tell your parents. I'm not sure if I talked about this one in the last episode. I think that I might have, but I know what this is like. When I was in middle school, I struggled really, really bad with depression. And if you guys don't know that whole story, it's honestly a huge factor in how I am the way that I am. I talked about it in the first episode, but at the time when this is what I was going through, I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know what depression was. Mental health was not something that was talked about. All I knew was that I sat in my room every day feeling like everyone hated me and that I did not want to exist. Like I I thought I had no purpose. And I didn't know how to tell people that because I didn't even know how to process that feeling. And I don't even think my mom was aware of what like anxiety was or depression was. Like we didn't, it wasn't talked about. We tried going to acupuncture. I thought I was actually dying of an internal illness. I went to the doctor because my anxiety would make me physically sick. And yeah, I don't know. It was just really bad. And I do wish that I was able to talk about it more when I was going through it because I think a lot of people are afraid of talking about how they feel because they see it as a sign of weakness. But to me, being able to talk about what you struggle with is a sign of straight up courage and bravery and and strength. Because what we don't realize is that when we're able to speak up about what feels wrong and how we don't feel good, we are able to inspire someone else to be able to do the same. And there's a lot of beauty in that. Because without even realizing it, you talking about what you're going through is going to help someone else get through what they're going through. And I think that that's one of the coolest things about how mental health kind of is a trending thing right now. I don't want to say trending But you guys know what I mean. It's talked about. There is a lot more awareness on it. And I think that that's really been able to help so many more people than we even realize. And I know it's hard to talk to people, especially people that close to you, like your parents, about how you're feeling if you're hurting because obviously they want to see you happy. And I think that that's what you need to remind yourself when you do need to talk to them because most of the time... They're going to be supportive. They're going to be understanding. It might take a little while because that older generation doesn't really get it quite like we get it. Because again, it wasn't talked about. If you were struggling with something, you just didn't talk about it. But your parents want to see you happy. They want you to be okay. And they're going to help you through this. But let's move into the next one. The next one is moving away from home. 
I'm not sure if I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm sure I have. I keep realizing now that we're really more than 20 episodes in. So we've probably talked about a lot of these things, but it never hurts to hear it a couple times. Moving away from home is definitely not easy, especially if you're someone who's grown up like super close with your family or you have like an attachment to your your childhood home, your childhood house or your dogs, your animals. And I was actually talking to Anna about this yesterday. I'm going to have Anna on the podcast this week or one of these days. And I I just cannot wait. I cannot wait for you guys to chat with her. She's so funny. No, but anyways, we were talking about what it was like for me when I moved out of my childhood house because I grew up in a house in Delray and my parents like built the house. We always lived next to our really close family friends. We would hang out with them in the front yard all the time. Like every night it was all the kids running around the front yard, having such a good time playing like literally manhunt, basketball, football, kickball, everything you could imagine always. And in high school, we had to move to a different city so that we could go to a different school district just because it was like a better school. It's where my parents went to school, but it was also a huge change. And don't get me wrong. We were only moving like one city away, like 20 minutes And I've always wanted to live in the city that we moved to, but it was like letting go of a piece of my childhood that I didn't think I'd ever really be ready to let go of. But as hard as it was for me to let go of that, I can kind of compare it to the way that I felt when I left my family to go to school. It's like, okay, I'm closing this chapter and I don't really know if I'm ready to close this chapter. But one thing that helps me get through it is understanding that I'm starting a new chapter and it is so unknown and we have no idea what this chapter is going to have to offer at all but it is pretty exciting because like I said literally anything can happen and I think there's a lot of beauty embracing what you don't know and just being ready for anything but but having your arms open not being closed off, not being afraid, because fear is the one thing that holds all of us back in a lot of different settings in our life. And I let fear hold me back way too much. But when it comes to situations like this, like moving away or going far away, you just have to do it. You're going to create a whole new, a whole new outlook on life because you're going to make so many new memories and meet so many new people. And every time that I have moved away from home because I moved to college and then I moved to Hawaii and now I, who knows, might move somewhere else. I've created so many different outlooks and I've learned so many lessons and my family's still here. And if you move away from home, you can always go back home, but it's worth trying it. And it's worth seeing what there is out there because you never know what's going to happen. And I don't know, with that one, I just want you to be comfortable knowing that you're not going to know what's going to happen, but it's going to be amazing. And you got this. It sucks, but we all have to grow up at some point, and it's going to be worth it. This next one, I wasn't really going to answer it just because, I don't know, I feel like I don't normally talk about this, but it's how to not seek male validation. Uh, For a long time, I did this. Like, I would not send Snapchat selfies unless I had a filter on it because I knew boys would see it and I wanted to look good. And don't get me wrong, I still get really insecure and like there are certain times I like won't take pictures because I feel gross or like I don't want certain people to see what I look like. But men ain't, they are nothing. Nope. 
you do not need to impress them. Girl, you just have to impress yourself. And I don't know if there's any guys listening to this, but if you are, I mean, you too. Same thing with female validation. Like, you do not need to press, impress anyone besides yourself. But I do know what this feels like. I spent a lot of time in high school where, like, if I didn't have a boy talking to me or a boy didn't have a crush on me, I was like, oh, okay, so I suck and I'm just the worst. But lately in life, I've had plenty of experiences where no one has a crush on me. And you know what? That's when I have the most fun. That's when I learn the most about myself. And it, it just, you just don't need men. You, you don't need to know. No, you just, you just don't, you don't need them. And I think that's really all I got to say about that is that you're hot. Men don't really mature sometimes ever, but usually until the age of like 24, 25, 26. And I don't know. I'm just thinking I'm going to wait until then till I'm going to be on the lookout for a man. Because right now, every guy my age that I talk to or younger or even a little bit older, they care about like one thing. And we're not going to go more into this, but that usually is how guys are at this age. And we don't need that, guys. We need we need men, not boys. Let them go have their fun. We'll do our thing. And male validation is just unneeded. It's unnecessary. Moving on. Let's get back into the real stuff. What do you do when people treat you differently when other people are around? This one, I kind of have two separate answers because I've been on both sides of this. Like, I've been the one who was treated differently, and I've also been the one who's treated someone differently, and not in a bad way. That's why I want to explain my side, because sometimes it's nice to be aware of, like, oh, okay, maybe it's not that. Maybe I'm just jumping to conclusions. Because for me, I've been in situations where I've brought someone who's really close to me around, like, a bigger group or, like, a different group of my friends, and... I forget like how to act because I get super nervous or I get super stressed and I just don't know how to like intertwine the two quite yet and it just takes me a little while. So there's that. But there's also so many situations where, yeah, people just treat you different around other people. It's like they, they just turn into a completely different person. And I think in situations like that, like that's a major red flag and you need to be aware of that. I would say give it a couple tries. Make sure it's not like that situation that I was just saying where maybe they're stressed or maybe they're overwhelmed or maybe they don't know how to like please everyone all at once or they're just trying to navigate it. But if it's not that, that is a major red flag. It is flying high and you should run away from that, especially if this is about like a boy or something like that. Honestly, or anyone, not a boy. In a friend group, if someone's doing this to you, I don't really know how to feel about that. Just really trust your gut. It's never going to lie to you. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund 
and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to, and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin and you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome, it's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments code 25 moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. Okay, moving on to the next one, knowing your limits as a giver. So I believe that next week's episode, I want to do all about this, not necessarily this specifically, but just kind of about people pleasing and exactly when to know you're doing too much and when you should take a step back or when you need to prioritize yourself instead. So I'll make this one quick because before I can really give advice on this, I need to sit down and make a whole ass outline. Sorry about my cursing. Because it's so interesting. When I hang out with my friends for a while, like everyone my age and only my age, we all just kind of curse so much, which I don't, I'm not like a big fan of cursing, but it, it just starts to happen naturally. And then I'm back around my family. Like I came home. I'll just be in a conversation and I'll have to stop myself. So I think that that's what just happened. Like, I'm sorry, I did not need to do that. But I need to really evaluate this whole conversation that I want to have on people-pleasing because it is a battle that I fight every single day. I'm either people-pleasing too much or I really just am not doing it enough. But we're going we're gonna to talk about finding that balance next week. I will just say, I think that it's important to, you can, you can be a giver as long as it's not taking away from your own true happiness and your own enjoyment of whatever you're doing. Like if you're going to a potluck, I think it's really good to bring food to the potluck. I think it's really good to offer people drinks to, you know, make sure everybody's content. But I don't think it's very good to miss the entire potluck just bringing people things all night long. 
And I know that that's a terrible analogy. I really thought I was going to be able to make it sound cooler than that, but I, I couldn't do it. So anyways, let's move on to the next one. How to trust God slash how to trust the universe. I've talked about where I stand with all like Christianity and spirituality a lot. Actually, not a lot, but I'm a Christian, but I also do believe in the power of the universe. And I know that there's a lot of people who attack me when I say that, but I will just say your relationship with God, if you are Christian, is is only yours to know. And if you are very confident in the way that you and God communicate and how you live your Christianity and your religion, that's that's only for you to know. So I don't need anyone attacking me. I, I believe in God and I do believe in the power of the universe too. There's nothing wrong with that. God created the universe, didn't he? I just wanted to, to throw that out there because I always get DMs when I say anything about spirituality but how to trust it um it's hard it's hard sometimes and I know sometimes life hands you something and you're like dude what am I supposed to do with this like what was the reason what was the reason why why are you why are you putting me through this and it often takes a few years to understand it and I think the people that have the hardest time trusting it are the people who are in that hard part right now But I promise you, as time goes on, it gets a lot easier to trust it because it'll make sense. Once something makes sense once and you have this epiphany where you're like, holy crap, this is why I felt that, then everything bad that happens to you from that point on, you're just like, oh, okay, this is just the happening. I'll I'll get to the reason before I know it. And then you do. And you're like, oh, holy crap, this really does work. And I know it's easier said than done. But fake it until you make it and just trust where you are. Work towards creating a good future for yourself. Work towards being happy. But know that it's all happening for a reason. So I've officially gone through all the questions that I wrote down from last week's episode of Advice, but I put a new one on my story today. So I'm going to go through some of those. And this is the first one that really stuck out to me, and it's how to maintain your mindset. This one is something that I struggle with and I think that that's why it stuck out to me so much because I will go through so many phases with my mindset and don't get me wrong for the most part I definitely would say since I've 13 I've maintained the mindset that like everything happens for a reason and some sometimes stuff is gonna suck but it's when I'm in the suck that it's hard it's really really hard for me to take a step back and like zoom out of the small picture and look at the big picture and understand that it's literally not that big of a deal. But that's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to become aware when we are struggling to keep that mindset that we've worked really hard to build. Someone told me this analogy one time. Maybe it's not an analogy. I don't know what it is, but I wish I could remember who it was. Oh my God, it was Ava Jules. Was it? It might have been Ava Jules. But she told me that when you're really struggling with something and you're sitting there and having a mental breakdown, crying about something, not knowing what to do, you need to turn the camera on, set up your drone, fly the drone up, all the way up. Notice how small you get. Notice how small the problem becomes. When you really zoom all the way out and really look at the big picture, you begin to understand that your problem isn't going to be that much of a problem a few years down the road or a few minutes down the road, a few hours. It's just something that you're going through right now, and you're allowed to feel it right now. But it doesn't have to take over you. It doesn't have to consume you because it's going to pass. And something about the visual 
of just a drone moving all the way up and zooming out and zooming out and zooming out until eventually you're looking at a whole universe, you realize that the problem isn't that deep. And that's not to take away from what you're feeling or what you're going through. Trust me, I go back and forth with this too. I'll be like, no, but my feelings are valid. I'm allowed to feel this way. But then I'll be like, dude, shut up. Be grateful. Like, look around. You live here. You're alive right now. Like, this will pass. And I think that that's something that really helps with maintaining your mindset is just being aware of that, being reminded to look at the big picture and be like, okay, a week from now, my mindset's going to be back on track. Like, let me at least work on getting it there now. And I really do think that that's something that will help. The next one is advice to enjoy more of the little things in life. I think my biggest piece of advice for this one is to make everything funny. Hang out with people that make you laugh. For everyone who's older than 21, I have like a a little visual for you. And I kind of relate this these moments every time to like how to do this, how to enjoy the little things in life. So envision this. You guys all went out to the club. Everybody got super, super messed up the night before. You all wake up. Everyone is hungover, maybe still a little bit drunk. You're sitting in the kitchen. You're drinking water, taking an Advil, and you're just laughing about how funny the night was. And everybody's like filling each other in on like what happened and, and, and all that stuff. And you know, everything's just funny. You're just laughing and you're not really thinking about, okay, maybe you did something stupid. Maybe you spent a lot of money. Everything's just simple in that moment. If you've lived that, that's kind of the mindset you have to live your whole life with is just being like, dude, no, everything's funny. Everything's awesome. And like just dits around life, understanding that. And then you find a lot less to complain about. You really, really do. And I think that's, that's another big piece of advice is just complain about less and life gets better. Like it's as simple as that. Stop finding something that's wrong all the time. It's not going to help you. It's not going to make you happier. It's not going to make anyone else happier. Just let it go. Just freaking be happy. Like if the boat runs out of gas in the middle of the ocean, yeah, you could focus on the fact that, you know, you could capsize, you could never make it back, you could be stuck in the middle of the ocean with no gas, or you could laugh it off and be like, but we're in the middle of the ocean. I'm with my friends. We have raspberry lemonade and pub subs, and we can simply just call someone to bring us some gas, and it's not the end of the world. It's all about how you look at things and how you choose to view them. When you find the beauty in all of the little things, the big thing, the big picture is a lot happier. And I really do mean this. And again, 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 I I always am saying this. I get really repetitive on this one. But your mindset is what is going to control your whole entire life. Your mindset is either going to bring more good to you or more bad to you. Depends what you're focusing on. When you put that good energy out, when you put that gratitude out, God is going to hand you a lot more to be grateful for and vice versa. So next time you're outside, if you're freezing cold or you're complaining about how cold it is or how much snow there is or how ugly it is outside, think about how cool it is that Mother Mother Earth can do that. And the fact that there's snow on the ground. Look at it as something beautiful instead. Let's move on. I could go on and on and on about that topic. This next one hits kind of hard with like how this week was for me and everything, but the question was, or the little box says, how to stay consistent in my self-care slash wellness habits when life is so busy? Uh, To be completely honest with you, for me, I wouldn't really say I'm totally capable of this one. I, I can't really stay consistent, but what I've been able to do and what I've been working on doing 
is finding that balance and being accepting of the fact that sometimes it doesn't all have to be perfect and completely together and I can go a couple weeks like working out every day you know eating eating what makes me feel good and journaling meditating doing yoga and then I can have a weekend or a week of just being a total college girl having a good time not worrying about any of that kind of stuff and just enjoying it because for a long time I would do that and I talked about this way way earlier and just be so mad at myself and disappointed in myself and I think that that's where the problem really lies if I choose to look at it as something like oh yeah that was just fun I just made a bunch of good memories then in a way it is still being consistent with my self-care and my wellness because there's not so much pressure it's simply finding balance in in moderation and you guys have really seen my whole my whole like situation with that like when I first started this podcast I talked about how much I hate going out and how much I hate drinking and how much it overwhelms me and it stresses me out but lately I've been able to go out and have fun and have a good time with my friends and not feel so much guilt or so much pressure or so much anxiety which has been really cool and I don't really know how that happened don't get me wrong there's still times where I'm like no dude I just can't keep up with going out I can't go out all the time but we're all human everything's going to change and you don't have to be you don't have to decide on just I'm this person and I don't like this and I do like this and stick with it for the rest of your life you can alter things you can switch it up that's the beauty of being a human like you can you can change what you love and what you do and yeah really with that one I just think I want you to know that like you don't have to be completely consistent or perfect all the time you just got to be happy through all of it This next one kind of is also relating to that because it's like being how to be more social and like how to be less introverted. Guys, I can be a very, very, very introvert intro can't speak English, but I can be introverted a lot of the time where I just it's not that I don't want to hang out with people. I literally don't have the bad the social battery. I don't have the energy like I'm incapable. And then sometimes I I can be social and I. I don't know, guys. Life is really crazy. Human beings are really weird how that happens. But I think that I would say my tip when I did find myself super introverted and like not wanting to hang out with anyone or not feeling like I was capable of hanging out with anyone, what I had to do was just make sure that I was choosing the right people to keep around because I learned that when you do have the right people, the people who give you energy instead of take away from your energy you slowly start to build up this this social battery where you're like, oh, wait, maybe I can hang out with people. Maybe it's just certain people that I can't be around all the time. And then feel it out. But wherever you are, just be accepting of yourself and loving of yourself towards yourself. Quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been. But we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you. It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, like I said. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moments. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. This next one I like a lot. Well, I don't like it because it's sad, but I, I like to talk about it. Feeling like everyone around you has such a fun life and you're just doing nothing. I have felt this before one too many times. And I think that this happens because we get super caught up in comparing our lives to one another. And I think that that's one really big downfall of social media is that you can be living a really awesome life with really great people in your life and really great adventure and you will still find yourself scrolling through social media and only paying attention to what other people have that you are lacking instead of choosing to focus on what you do have and being grateful for that because this isn't something you can choose to do this isn't like oh my god you need to be more grateful it's like yeah no I know the internet is literally conditioning us to believe that everyone has what we're supposed to have but here's the thing we can't all have everything we cannot do everything you guys know the Billy Joel song Vienna you can't you can't be everything you want and it's not in like a negative way you I'm a hypocrite because I also do sit here and say you can do anything you want but you guys know what I mean social media is a straight up highlight reel you guys if you listen to the podcast you've heard all the insights into my life you know what I've gone through not gone through but you know like the stuff that goes on in my brain Yet, if you only follow me on Instagram or TikTok, like, yes, I try to be very open on there about what I'm feeling, but it still looks like I'm living this freaking awesome, beautiful life, which I am, and I'm very grateful for that. But what I'm really just trying to say is that's posting my highlights. That's posting all the good stuff. And that's what everyone does because that's what social media is for. And there's nothing wrong with that at all, but you just have to remind yourself that, that everything is highlight reel and that you have what you need right now. At this point in your life, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And there's a lot of beauty in the moment that you're in. Because I promise you're not doing nothing. 
You're just being fed by the internet things that you feel like you should be doing, but I promise, no. I promise you're right where you're supposed to be. And you deserve to know that. And you deserve to feel happy with where you're at. So we just have to all work on letting go of comparing ourselves a little bit more. And just knowing that your time will come. If you want to adventure, I promise you there's going to be a point in your life when you're able to do that. If anything, it gives you a reason to look forward to the future. But just be patient with where you are. Like, if someone told me while I was sitting in my college apartment, so depressed, working a countless amount of jobs, that one day I'd be sitting in the van that I bought recording a podcast... I would literally tell them that they were crazy. I would have never in a million years believed that this is where life would have brought me. But it did. And you just got to choose to be patient through it all and look forward to what's going to come. I mean, five years down the road from now, who knows what I'll be doing. But I'm excited for it. And I'm also excited for where I'm at right now. And I'm grateful for this moment right here. And... Gosh, I think that a lot of this episode has to do with gratitude. I think that I'm really just focusing a lot on gratitude in my life right now because it's always something I've had a hard time doing because I am a complainer in my own mind, not like out loud. In my own mind, I'm always thinking about what I'm not doing enough of or what I should be doing more or how I'm behind in everything. But when I've chose to focus on how grateful I can be for where I am at in this moment, even if it feels like it's a little bit behind then everything else around me just seems a little bit brighter. So I want us all to try that. Focus on gratitude and see what it does for you. Honestly, as I'm scrolling through these, all of these questions right now, so many of them are how to live in the moment and how to be happy with where you are. So I just want, I just want to end on that one because, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while now. But patience, trust, and gratitude is what's going to get you through this moment in life. Because when you focus on all of those things, you learn to enjoy this moment of life. And think about it five years from now, when you look back on this time in your life, I promise you're not going to be so focused on what was bad about it, but instead you're going to be focused on the memories that you made out of it and what you loved about it. Because when I think back to college, uh, I don't really sit there and like feel all this, oh my God, I was so depressed, I hated everything, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I made so many good memories. So you don't deserve to be feeling all that negativity now. A little bit hypocritical of me to say that because trust me, I know when I was rotting in college, I was like, this is the worst thing ever. But who knows, what, 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 what could it have been like if I had chosen to be grateful instead of ungrateful for where I was? So I think that's the biggest takeaway. We're all just gonna focus a little bit more on what we're happy about in this moment of our lives. And we're going to stop comparing our lives to one another. And we're going to talk next week a lot about people pleasing. And you guys won't hear it until next week, but I'm probably going to record it today because I need to start doing this thing where I record a week ahead because it gets super overwhelming because sometimes life happens fast and then it's like Sunday and I'm like, holy crap, I didn't have any time to record an episode yet. So yeah, I'm going to record a week ahead. That way I have time to really, really not stress myself out or stress anyone else out because I do that sometimes, not on purpose. But yeah, I'm just rambling. I freaking love you guys. You are my favorite people ever. And 
thank you for being here and thank you for listening. I cannot wait to see what else we do with this podcast because I'm telling you it's going to be so much more than a podcast. I have so many ideas and once I really get life to settle down for a second, I'm a brainstorm. We're going to get creative and we're going to do something really awesome. But until then, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast, leave a rating and subscribe on. You guys know the drill. You guys do. I love you. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.